Welcome back to another episode of Without Boundaries. It is your boy, DB, back at you with another one with my co-host, T-Sis LaFlair. Say what's good to the people, T-Sis. What's going on, everyone? Yes, sir. And we are back and better with another episode of Without Boundaries. And let's get straight into the let's get straight into the sauce today, man. Let's go ahead and just start chopping it up. Uh, let's start with some more COVID news. Uh, COVID cases have still steadily gone up through the roof. Uh, the percent positivity rate is now uh, going back into the double digits. Um, still doing as bad as it was before in the last COVID update, and even more so now with a lot more people being hospitalized now. A lot of hospital beds are, you know, basically becoming, you know, overpopulated to the point where, you know, people are really just getting denied any type of service now. Um, I know that essentially they said that a new variant is now up. Now we talked about the Delta variant. Um, we talked about the Lambda. And I, I forget what this new one is, but apparently there's another new one that just got announced recently today. Uh, I heard it earlier on the news and I'm just like, yo, when, when is it going to end, man? When is it going to end? Um, you know, I talked to a lot of, you know, nurse practitioners, nurses and a couple of PAs. And, you know, they just tell me, you know, how crazy it is to just, you know, go in on a day to day basis and see all these people who basically who were unvaccinated, you know, in the hospital, in the ICU, on ventilators, you know, dying, you know, because of COVID. And it, it just gets crazier from there, man. And, you know, just even if you do have the vaccine, there's still people in the hospital with the vaccine that, uh, you know, aren't doing so well. So, y'all, I say it every episode, and I'm going to keep saying it until the end, which I don't know when that's going to be, but, you know, got to stay positive. But please wear your mask. Uh, stay masked up out here. Stay clean. Keep that hand sanding in your back pocket, front pocket, keychain, whatever you got to do. Um, make sure your social distance where possible and, you know, just be, uh, just be clean and courteous out here. Y'all we don't need any more cases spiking up than it already is right now. We're not trying to go back to how it was during peak COVID time when this was all new to us. So, uh, I don't think anyone want to go back to those times. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was, we were just talking off, off air, you know, they're starting to, uh, turn away people who are asymptomatic at some of these um, hospitals and stuff because they're having so many people in the, um, in, you know, at these hospitals and at these patient first mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So um, do what you can. Uh, I understand if, you know, some, you know, you're trying to, you know, get help and they're just turning your way. That's kind of messed up, but they're doing yeah. the best they can on their end too uh, to make things work out. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's getting worse. Um, hopefully we'll, it'll make a turn for the better soon. And, uh, just do the best you can, like Dakari said, and just uh, just wear your mask. And um, same thing we tell you every week, be be, um, be unselfish in these situations and just do the best you can. Um, you know, hopefully things will get better soon. Yes, sir. And then shout out to all those people out there in the trenches every day, you know, fighting it, man. Um, you know, I work in the healthcare field, obviously, but I'm talking about those people that, you know, like I said, I talk to them on a you know, pretty frequent basis. 
you know, shout out to those people who are in those ICUs, those ERs, you know, handling these type of cases who see this on a day to day, those nurses, those doctors that are actually in the hospitals, you know, everyone in there from the kitchen staff all the way up to, you know, the head, you know, honcho, the, you know, building, you know, just, you know, shout out to all those people that are going there every day and making sure that everyone is, you know, nice, safe, well, okay, try to, you know, make sure they just healthy and that they have a fighting chance. So shout out to y'all. I know it's been a long grind. It's been about what a year, two year grind, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, shout out to y'all for keeping it going. I know it's not easy. I know y'all are running on fumes. Just know that we appreciate y'all and um, you know, just try to all band together out here. <clears throat> but yeah, so that's gonna be the end for COVID news. Yeah. So let's go ahead and transition into more stuff. Hurricane Ida hit recently in the past couple of days this past week. New York took a pretty big hit. I don't know if anyone has seen the tape on it, but uh, subways are flooded in New York. All the streets are flooded. People have basically been stranded and some people have even actually drowned underneath underground in that subway. Um, it's gotten pretty crazy up there. T says, you want to go ahead and talk about it a little bit more? Yeah, I, you know, I was same thing. Uh, it kind of took me back uh to see some of the stuff I was seeing, not only in New York, but in New Jersey um, yeah. as well. Um, yeah. seeing, seeing just all the flooding and uh, it's good to know that, you know, some of my uh, friends out there, you know, they were saying that they're safe and everything like that. So yeah, everybody, uh, I know this is a difficult situation, um, mm-hmm. but do the best you can in, in those situations. I know it's kind of, you know, sucks for me to say it, but y'all are the ones going through it. Um, you yeah. know, just, you know, these are the situations, you know, you know, we also all need to appreciate where we're at. And because uh, some people are dealing with, you know, nowhere to live right now, not only in here, but in, you know, Haiti and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, people in Afghanistan and oh, and, definitely uh, for them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just just do the best you can. And uh, let's all be grateful for what we have. So. Yeah, definitely, man, because those those pictures, those videos, man, like you could see, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know how well fortified the subway is, but even so, I don't think it was equipped just to handle the amount of water that was on surface on top of the subway. And, you know, I, I saw the pipes bursting and it leaking and then, you know, it's flowing down the stairs. You know, it just all types of water going down that subway, man. I'm just, it almost looked like a movie, like you like. Yo, you I'm not gonna lie, it definitely did. Um, what? I don't know if you've seen that movie. You know that old um, not Tom Hanks. What's what's the other guy name? Tom Cruise. So he was in a movie called War of the Worlds. Mm. You remember that movie? I remember. Oh, I didn't watch it though. You didn't want? Yo, that's a pretty good movie, man. To, mm. Spoiler alert: If anyone wants to watch this movie, I just give you the. I don't even give you no spoilers. I just give you the basics. No, just synopsis. give us the basics because if I want, yeah, to... I, I give you the basics because you might actually yeah. want to watch it. So essentially, all right, boom. It's Tom Cruise, right? He lives in Jersey. <laughs> right. He's um, he's like this uh, dude who's basically like you know works at this you know mechanic shop. Um, divorced his wife. His wife has now remarried with a new dude. She drops the kids off to him for the weekend and he has an older son who's about a teen and then a younger daughter who's kind of in that preteen stage and as they're getting dropped off you know they're chilling at his little i think he had like a townhome or a little apartment or something it was one of those cribs where he had a sliding door in the background like you know back in the travel you got those sliding doors you got the concrete and then you got the grass and you got the fence on both sides and everyone got Mm -hmm. a little pocket of a square that's kind of how it was in the movie so um essentially they come to his house. He comes home from work, brings some groceries. Boom. 
he sees a storm in the sky and he sees everything acting weird. All of the things are electric, you know, just turn off. You know, it's crazy one and everything. Everyone's like, yo, what, what is going on? The clouds are forming in a formation that no one's ever seen before. The kids are at home looking at it like, yo, bro, what is this? Then all of a sudden, you know, crazy rumbling happens and the, this big, like, just bolt of lightning hits the ground in the middle of the town and everyone huddles around us to see what happens and then up come some aliens out the ground. So oh, I'll leave wow. you with, yeah, I'll leave you with that note. But um, it was it was a similar scene in World of the Worlds where Tom Cruise and the kids were actually... um in this basement <clears throat> excuse me in this basement with this crazy dude and it was flooded and everything and tom cruise had to go ahead and catch a body real quick but mm-hmm. it reminded me of that scene because of how much water it was in that scene and how much it came mm-hmm. up to to their waist and how they had to just kind of like chump and go through it mm-hmm. but now honestly how i looked in in new york like bro that new york stuff looked real crazy like if tmnt was a real thing I know they had a fun time during that time because boy, it was so much water, but shout out to all those people who, you know, withstood the storm and, you know, keep, keep them in your prayers too, because we don't know all the damage that was done from that storm. Like I said, a couple of people had drowned in that, in that situation down there in those subways. So, you know, let's just, you know, try to keep them in our prayers too, for all those who, who may have passed during hurricane Ida. Absolutely. You know, I was thinking about, um, you know, with the movies thing, you brought up movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see, uh, I want to say congrats to a young gentleman, Jabari Banks, mm-hmm. who will be playing the role of Will on the new Fresh Prince reboot, drama uh, reboot. He surprised them two days ago, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know they were doing a reboot. Yeah, so remember a few years ago, this gentleman did a trailer of a dramatic version of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, kind of like so. It was it went viral. Okay, so it went viral. Just in case for for those who haven't seen it, YouTube it uh, is really good. So it's like almost like a it's not a comedy feel. It's like a dramatic feel of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and um, it went viral. And so Will Smith got a cold of it, and he was like, you know what, this is a great idea. So him and the creator of that trailer, they got together. And they decided, I think it was last year, that they were going to go through with it. So it's going to be on Peacock. Peacock mm-hmm. is going to pick it up. And they're going to do, uh, I think, 10 episode first season of it. Uh, so Peacock Was it dude who did it? Uh, was the name? Was it two years ago? It, yeah, it sounds about right. About two years ago, yeah. Sun Square yeah. Media? Possibly. I, I don't remember the guy's name. But, um, but let's yeah. see. And, and we'll play it for you guys. Go. Um, this video is by Sun Square Media on YouTube. Um, of course, we do not own the rights to this, but I'll show them a little love and give them a little play. And let, let's see what we think, everyone, because this is going to be the first time I'm looking at it, too. So I'm going to yeah. play it in the mic for everyone. This is a game. This is not a game, Will. Look at you. Look at you. The only reason why you're not in jail is because Uncle Phil called in a favor. Carrying a gun on the streets to protect yourself? I've done my best, Will. It's time for a change. You're going to Bel Air to live with your uncle and your auntie. Bel Air, out of all places. This is a second chance, Will. Don't waste it. Will, I will not bail you out again. In this house, I'm not Uncle Bill. I'm the law. If 
Have I made myself absolutely clear? Yeah. Not gonna lie, this looks kind of yeah. tired so far. Mm -hmm. There are no butlers to clean up your messes. You've got to be responsible for yourself. So, Will, what brings you to Bel Air? I caught with a gun. How are we related again? He's from the streets of Philadelphia. Will needs discipline. Just a little time. Just a little time and a little love. We are what he needs. Why don't you go back to Philly? Born and raised, right? You think I would ever want to be in this life? You're not welcome, Will. This is fake. Wherever you from? This is fake. You didn't do anything to earn this. I never had nothing. My life ain't a sitcom, I do. I don't even feel like I belong here. Just give it some time. You know, you know what the vibe this show is giving me? What? Uh, trailer. It's giving me uh, all American vibes. Yeah. What's up, man? Facts. It's um yeah, and the crazy thing is a lot of people actually thought this was like gonna happen, like an actual movie. <laughs> yeah. And so it took it, it picked up enough. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let it keep going. Welcome to Bel Air Academy. How's everything going up there, man? Again, I, we do not own the rights to this uh, audio or video, but that was by Sunsquare Media. If you type in Bell Air 2019 official trailer in 4K, you'll see it pop up on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. It really does give me All-American vibes, and I love some All-American now. You know like, it, bro. Like, like, I feel like I think it was a real ironic how in the trailer, you know, he says my life isn't a sitcom. And I think mm -hmm. that was kind of an ode to, you know, the original. And mm -hmm. how they're, they're so, is, so is the new one going to be like, more drama filled or is it going to be yeah like it's going to be a drama it's not going to be a comedy like the old one it's going to be a drama just like what you saw in the trailer that same type feel um you know and it, for that i think that's kind of you know the way it, that especially the the you know the beginning of it mm. that's something that's you know we're going through now as you know as young men mm. uh you know you know, gun on, you know, he got caught with a gun and he, you know, you know, the racism and stuff like, I mean, the old Fresh Prince dug into it some as well, but yeah, it looks like this one, they're going to dig into some more. Now, I did see some people online that are kind of upset that they're making a new Bel Air because they feel like, you know, you can't disrespect and will disrespect. But I mean, Will is going to be a producer on the on the thing, but also they're saying, you know, why do we have to reboot everything? You know, why can't we find, you know, we, we, we got so many creative people out there that we can't make our own. Well, but I, well, I, 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 I agree. agree. And I also disagree. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll start off saying I disagree because I think that the quality of stuff that gets produced nowadays is really half-assed, if I'm being frank. Thank you. No, you, you're, you're 100% correct. I feel like that the shows that, like, I can name off like a handful of shows that are actually really quality. All American, it's quality. Mm -hmm. The Outer Banks, Absolutely. it's quality. Um, what's another show? Money Heist, quality. Like shows that, yes. like shows yes. that carry that type of energy. Shows that carry that type of like gumption. Okay, you can even say all the Marvel shows 
they carry mm-hmm. energy and they're only like five six episodes mm-hmm. you know all those carry energy but then you also have on the other end of the spectrum shows that honestly do no justice and since they don't do any justice you just have something where the story makes little to no sense and it's poor acting or you have a reality show and mm-hmm. Yeah. It's too it's too much of that nowadays, I feel. And I feel mm-hmm. like it's so many reboots just because everyone loves a Martin. Everyone loves a Fresh Prince. Everyone loves a Bernie Mac. Everyone loves Living um, and Living Color. Everyone loves and Living Single. Everyone loves those classic 90s shows because they actually gave you the they gave you the the notion that yo, when I come home after work, I can throw that on at eight o'clock. Boom. I know I'm gonna sit there, eat some dinner. And I can hear that theme song come on and everything's going to be good for the night. And I can go home and just relax. You know, yeah. every time, you know, I even to myself right now, you know, I, I grew up watching this stuff, but I wasn't around when it was officially made. But I mean, I grew up watching it like when I used to come home and I used to hear that my wife and kids jingle that used to mm-hmm. set me off. I was like, oh, yes, sir. I'm about to go ahead and see what we're about to get into. Yeah, I, I, I want to backtrack. OK, so I'm not going to it's like a rhetorical mm-hmm. question. So. We said you're seeing on TV, all you're seeing is old shows. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of these shows we're seeing now aren't that great. Yeah. Now, what are the shows we just mentioned? What have all of them have in common? They're all, majority of them are African-American shows. Yeah. We don't have any African-American shows now, other than All-American probably. That, that is true that we can have for us i was gonna say because so, other banks definitely is on a different type of time but that one just has a really good story yeah uh, uh I, I don't want to i don't want to um you know you know do the you know mess with uh you know the shows on fx and stars those are shows that we have yeah. too but uh those are more Everyone mature power yeah yeah those are more mature i'm talking about those sitcoms we had and you know the fresh princes the the martins the, all the all the ones you just named yeah um, we don't have we don't have that anymore. Yeah. And why is that? Because the powers that be don't have us on those shows. Now they're they're recycling all the old stuff is because they know that's what's gonna get them ratings. Yeah, it's nostalgia. It's nostalgia, but there's enough creativity out there that we should be able to have yeah, definitely other, other shows, other stuff going on. Yeah, like but, Lil Rel show or absolutely. the Carmichaels. Mm-hmm. Or BT has this show that I still need to watch. I saw a snippet off it off Twitter the other day, but it was it was real vulgar, but it was like on some real life. This is what happens in a black home type thing. I don't right. know if you know the show I'm talking about, but yo, it's it's some real stuff. Like it, it, the same way that my mom would talk to me is the same way that that mom was talking to her kid in that show. And I was like, wow, that's on BET plus. Yeah. But um, no, going Maybe back to slap Tyler Paris or or slap Tyler Paris name on something, and then it's gonna go. You know, it's gonna yeah, go I ain't gonna lie. Some of Tyler Perry stuff. He produced some good stuff, but at times I feel like some of his shows, it it's it's it doesn't give me that authentic vibe. Yeah, well, I did. I'm listening to. I don't. I'm sorry, we're going in the direction of this, but I did hear him talk. Uh, um, I think he was on a panel with um, the the cast of Sisters. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, you know, he's working a lot more now because he did have a writing team, and then when he would have his writing team do these shows you can tell that his fingerprint wasn't on the show yeah like you know the ones that he was not actually writing mm-hmm. or putting his fingerprint on most because he has so many shows now he can't do everything by himself yeah um that he you know you could kind of tell that wasn't him so yeah. now he's working twice as hard 
trying, you know, because he wants to make sure that what he has, you know, doesn't diminish his value, doesn't diminish, doesn't diminish his value and it's authentic. So yeah. I think some of it too, is he's trying to, you know, you know, give other people, he's trying to get, be a little bit more hands off on it, but yeah, on, trying to give other people a shine. Exactly. But in doing that, he's kind of messing with his product in a way. So yeah, I think now he's trying to reel it in a little bit. So mm-hmm. that's, that's that's what I overheard him talking about the other day. So, but, but yeah. yeah, like, I mean, I, I feel like that when it comes to those old shows, I mean, because like, honestly, like, and then I think another thing that kind of kills the vibe is that everything is like on an app nowadays. Like you have Hulu, you have Netflix, you have HBO, um, Disney, you have all these different networks that have just completely transitioned to putting out new shows and series on apps. And a mm. lot of things, you know, just not, it's just not coming out on regular TV anymore. Like a lot of people don't watch it. So the, people don't even have that prime time hour to really kind of just sit down and watch. So that's kind of reserved for those throwback shows that people kind of get to see. But now it's like, if you want to watch a show, you have to pay a subscription for it. And so I think that also plays a part in it because depending on what that company wants to put on their app, you know, you're basically subjugated to whatever they want you to do because you're within their contract. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could say that out of all the platforms, the most successful one to do this, this type of thing is Netflix because they've been popping out deals for everyone over the past couple of years. And they were the first to honestly start it, you know, by making, you know, you know, specific series for Netflix or specific movies or Netflix originals. You know, they were the first ones to actually do it. But mm-hmm. when it comes to just, you know, creating these old shows and doing reboots, I feel like it's just because, a lot of the creativity is there, but it's just really half-assed at the end of the day. Now, on the other side of the spectrum, I could say that it's good that, you know, we're doing these reboots because it's keeping, it's keeping, and I'm not going to even say, like, it's a legacy, but it's keeping that show's lineage alive. Because when you see, when you see, like, a throwback, like, if you see that, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reboot, you're looking at it like, oh snap, this is this is so crazy. Like, yo, it, the reboot might get you hooked into the original, mm-hmm. you know, vice versa. So, so I figured, I figured that like it's even giving an homage to the old, you know. Same, same as uh, what they do with the comic books, the Marvels and stuff like that. They know yeah. they're gonna reel in the the adults because that's what they grew up with, and you're reeling in with your kids too. So you're gonna have two uh, demographics watching what you want to watch. And that's and- more ratings and more money. What more range one money and also you know a lot of these old shows had a lot of lessons behind them too yeah uh, you know uh, you know even though he'd been in trouble i mean the cosby cosby show cosby had produced the cosby show and not only that he produced a different world and that a lot of people don't realize how big of an impact a different world had on the black community because a lot of people didn't really think of going to an HBCU or go to a black college. People didn't know nothing about black colleges until a different world was made, yeah. you know, in, in, you know what I mean? So like, I've heard of a couple of times where, you know, the cast was saying, you know, if it wasn't for a different world, you know, some of these black people, black people didn't, wouldn't go to college. They wouldn't even think about going to college. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So it has its own, you know, uh, has its own way of uh, impacting people as well. So, yeah, and I know definitely when uh, the Proud Family Lotter and Prouder come out, I'm definitely in there for that. So Bro, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm I'm in there like swimwear. Kyler Proud was talking about it the other day. I'm in there like swimwear. Trude, I'm all there. I'm 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 there. You feel me? <laughs> He's not just like him too, though. Trude, I'm I'm there. But um, since we're on this entertainment uh talk right now, we might as well continue it a little bit more because I was actually uh looking at this yesterday. So yesterday I was watching Everybody Hates Chris. 
and I love everybody hates Chris. Like that's one of my all time favorite. I got like, two jobs. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I, yo, when I tell jobs. you that show, that show was well beyond its time. It honestly was really well beyond its time. It, like when I when I rate like, and we we can, I mean at this point we can rate top five like black sitcoms, and I would put Everybody Hates Chris probably like two or three. Whoa, I would put. Whoa. I would put everybody's Christmas two or three, and Whoa. I would put uh, in, in my order. In my order, and I know I know. Look, and this, I know I'm gonna spark a little controversy. Look, in my order, I'm gonna put Martin at number one because I love okay. Martin. I love okay. that show. Okay, Martin at number one. Um, like I said, I really loved Everybody Hates Chris. Well, actually, you know, let's switch up that order. It'd be the Bernie Mac show, Martin. Okay. Okay. Everybody hates Chris. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I watched Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but I wasn't too crazy on it. Like it was mm-hmm. those other three shows. Right. So I probably put that at four. Okay. And then I probably will put my wife and kids at five. You know, this is gonna be tough because you know you did leave out some ones, and and I'm I'm just going based on impact too. All right. So mm-hmm. my. My number one, I know he get I know people are gonna he's very controversial, but to have a black father, mm-hmm. you know, in the household with a bunch of you know, to see a father who a successful black father on screen, yeah, did a lot for, for us growing up. So I gotta go with Cosby show number one. Okay. I know he's controversial right now, but I gotta go with Cosby show. Okay. Number two, Martin. All right. Number three, hmm. Number three, I gotta go with. You know, all my stuff is gonna probably be old school. I got. It's probably gonna be Fresh Prince for number three. Okay. Four different world. All right. Five, mainly because of impact on on the black community with that as well with college. Mm-hmm. Five. Have I said? What have I said? I haven't said. I mean, God, five can be a pick them. You know, you could go with Bernie Mac. You could go with. I feel like I feel like Bernie Mac should definitely be in your top five because Bernie Mac. Now, are we doing that because Bernie Mac? Okay, now if we're you you know that song. Another thing, Steve Harvey show didn't get. I don't know why people slept on Steve Harvey show. To me, was funny. Steve Harvey show to me was. I mean, I'll put it this way because what about the? Okay, so what about okay? So there's a bunch. I don't think so, but I know some people are gonna be like, "What about the game? The game? Yeah, they rebooting that too." People, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was on the game when I was in elementary school, middle school. Wow, that's that's man, that's a long time. I was I, I was in college when that came out. Man, I was I was on the game watching that when I came <laughs> home after school, and I'm not gonna lie to you. Even at that young of an age, I got sick of it after like two seasons. My girlfriend loves it though. The first three, the first three or four, the first three seasons were good. Then that yeah. first season um, on BET was pretty good. After that, it was kind of whack. Yeah. But um, they are rebooting it again. That's another one that's getting rebooted. That's going to be on Paramount Plus. That one could just stay, stay where it was at, in my opinion. But okay. Yeah, yeah. The last like couple seasons were a direct because they they basically the whole cast was was not on there. They, oh, they yeah. we're, had, we're we're down a bunch of shows. Yeah, uh, we didn't we didn't say good times. Um, oh my gosh! Oh, we going way matters. back. Oh, we gotta go way way back too. The Jeffersons. Yeah. 
Family Matters. We didn't talk about that. Yeah. Uh, we could man, we could even yeah. add some new ones in there too. Blackish. Yeah, I need to. I need to go back and change that whole list because that one on one. The Parkers yeah. living no, single. One on one. Grownish. No. Okay. Girlfriend. Sanford and Son. Yeah, we got to go back and it's change that. The Wayans Bros. It's Jamie Foxx show. Black Jamie Foxx. That's so Raven. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Smart guy. Boondock Bruh. and Secure. Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel. Don't, 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 don't. All right, all right, all right. So oh, actually, let, let me go back and change my list. Let me go back and change my change. list. I can't, man. That whole list is about to get changed. I, yeah, I can't. Um, okay, so not going to lie. Bernie Mac is staying at number one. Bernie Mac is definitely staying at number one. Wow. Number two, After all those? Yeah. Number two, Martin is staying at number two. Okay. Um, Number three. I will go ahead Fresh and put, like get booted off. Number know. three, I'm keeping everybody hates Chris. Okay, wow. my list isn't changing that much, in all honesty. Really? Four, four Every, or five, four over, or five. Over going, good times? Four and five is going to change. Now, four, I put good times with my four just because I used to watch that with uh, my grandparents. Good times. So, good times cracked my list. Yeah. Jeffersons? They're better than Jeffersons? In my opinion, yeah. Whoa! I learned a lot of I learned a lot of Whoa. lessons from my uh, Florida Evans, Sanford and Son. Now see, Sanford and Son. I don't know. That's a toss up for the fifth pick because Living Single was definitely my vibe too. Okay, Living Single was dope. It just depends on what vibe you in at the time too, because you get that 90s. We we can't we can't do it all. We can't pile them all together. It's got to be like nineties, the seventies, eighty. You know what I mean? It can't be all them because I mean because we didn't talk about Urkel. We didn't talk about Urkel. I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't a big family matters type of dude. Wow. I, I I get what they were doing, and it kind of had, in my opinion, I feel like it was kind of like on the same level as the Cosby show. Um the Cosby show was way um the Cosby show mixed in with like a, a fresh prince type vibe. I feel like it was on that. Like from the father figure, but you also had yeah. like you know a young black kid trying to make it out, you know. Well, it was, I mean, that that ended up that because that wasn't supposed to be Urkel's show. He yeah. just was only supposed to be on there for like one or two episodes, and then he just yeah. took over the show. You know, the producers said we're gonna push him. So mm-hmm. you know, I know that that was a spinoff of a show back in the 80s. I know I forgot the name of it, but that was supposed to be Harriet and Carl's show, yeah. you know. But that ended up being Steve Urkel's. But that, you know, that's that's besides the point. Yeah, but man, yeah, I, that's too many shows to even put in a top five i can't do it that's just too hard but my 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 top probably wouldn't change like you said martin mm-hmm. and who's on the cosby show yeah those are two that i can't i can't budge but I, uh, after that three three four and five that's that's kind of hard i gotta i gotta think about that so yeah i was understand it was definitely a lot of it was a lot of heat out there mm-hmm. and i feel like that you know it was it's, it's so honestly it's just so much heat out there that it's just like bro you really can't pick but I mean, like shows like that, shows that you know gave like black essence in its true form. That mm-hmm. was stuff that was definitely like you you can't replicate. You know, you can do a reboot all you want to, and reboots are going to be their own thing in their own right. But you know, you can't replicate you know throwback '90s shows like that because like you know how could you? The aesthetic, the the energy, the the stuff that you could say back then was just so different from what you could do now. Like you know, it was genuine stuff that you could say there and be like, yo this is some funny shit mm. really like yo this this is like it actually makes me laugh like nowadays a lot of stuff is just cringeworthy to me mm. and i don't really laugh at it but yeah i'll take a minute no matter excuse me i i think uh that fresh prince will will the the reboot being a dramatic it could you could tackle a lot of topics even from the show the original show like mm-hmm. 
you know, growing up in the hood, I remember that, you know, um, there was a couple of instances. I remember when Will got stopped, uh, him and Carl got stopped on the side of the road and he just assumed the position. He just got out, out the car and just put his hands on the, on the, on the boat, yeah, on the I car, so right? Up. And then the one where um, Jazz was in the courtroom and he kept left his hands up in the courtroom and he said, and then uh, Uncle Phil was like, Jazz, you can put your hands up. He said, uh-uh. He said, I put my hands down, I'm gonna get five shots in the back. Mm-hmm. What have we been dealing with for the past five years? Yeah, <laughs> so, a lot of stuff back then that was, you know, so, really relevant. And a lot of those shows had those messages. A lot yeah. of people just kind of glanced over it. Well, not even really glanced over, it, but a lot of it was just seen as a show. They didn't really right. take it to the point of where it is now, to where stuff like that gets taken seriously. Like, All American is doing a very good job at implementing like social justice in the show. You yeah, know, I know you seen you seen a new season, right? Oh yeah, I've 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 gone I've gone through all that. Yeah, that's right. that's like that one show I was not. Huh? I'm like I'm like halfway done with it, bro. I can't. No, I can't. I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I can't do it to you, but brother, that that end is gonna have you shook. that show was doing with the social social injustice aspect of things, like and dealing with the biracial family and how that can you know have a dynamic. Like, yo, that's yeah. like that's giving the same type of energy. So you do know they're coming out with a spinoff for that too, right? Uh, All American. Yeah. What's it gonna so, be about? Who's gonna be about? Have, have you Asher? Have, have you gotten to the college episode, the the one where they went to the college to you know for the for the weekend? No, I'm at the one where they were okay. going back and talking about what was it? So all right, so let me explain it because I I can't even. I'm at no, the point. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm at the point now in the show where D.A. Baker has got her scenes blown up. Like, you know, she she just finally made up with um with uh what's her face? It's not Layla, is it? No, it's not Layla. What's her name? Olivia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Olivia. Her and Olivia are like starting to get cool. Um, Spencer, you know, they everyone took a knee after the game now. Okay, so you're not too far from it. Okay. Yeah. You're not too far. But I will uh so I can tell you who the character is gonna be. So um which McCall is uh wife? Uh she's going to college. Um gosh, what's his name? I can't the quarterback's girl. Um the quarterback's girl. The quarterback's girl. Are you talking uh, about oh Simone? Simone, yeah, Simone's gonna have her own show. Put that way. That's all you need to know. Simone is gonna have her own show. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's I, gonna be it's gonna be good. I'm cause no, cause cause they're cause they've um, introduced the characters who are gonna be in the uh in her show, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh you won't I don't think you're gonna get disappointed after that episode. So it's it's, it's Man, inter- but that means we're we we're not gonna get no more Spencer James though. No, they're doing both shows, like it's gonna be oh like two is in the same it's universe, be two different, two yeah, different it's gonna be the same universe, yeah, it's just two different shows, yeah. So okay. Yeah, it's it's uh well I think everyone kind of grew into because I'm not gonna lie, when I first saw Simone when she first got introduced, I, I didn't like, think she make it. Yeah, I was like, bro, I hate Simone. I was like, can we get her out the show, man? Like ah, her character, it's just like man, she just like just giving my boy problems, like yo, just get out of here, bro. And then bro was ended up head over heels over here trying to take over a baby that won't his. I was like, Oh my god. Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie, I grew to really like her character though. Her character development, her arc is like supplemental. I could like yeah. feast off that. But and and uh, oh, never mind. I can't say it. Never mind. I was yeah. about to I, say look, look, I'm gonna catch up this weekend. I'm gonna catch up this weekend, y'all. We're gonna talk about it on the next episode. 
if you guys want to catch up on the episode so you can hear what we're talking about when it comes to all American. And you talked about me and Loki last time. Nah, nah, you gotta catch. Yeah, you talking about <laughs> but see, me? You see, I'm wait, I'm waiting on my girl though. I don't want to watch without her though. You know, you know, yeah, yeah. Push her if, she, if she's if she's in if she's into it, yeah, don't. Oh uh, no, nah, she's really into it. Like that, like that's the it. one of the first shows we've ever watched together. Is like all American, so I, okay, I can't pass her up. Don't pass out on that one. Don't pass her up on that one. Yeah, that one. I got I got hooked on it last year during when the pandemic first started. Yeah. And uh, I kept kept seeing everybody saying, uh, you know, when we were kind of on lockdown at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, everybody kept telling me, you got to you got to watch it. You got to watch it. And I was like, all right. So I, when I tell you I finished both seasons in like three days. Yeah. I mean, the first two seasons, in like two or three days. Like mm-hmm. I watched a full season like in one day. God. That's how hooked I got. So, yeah, that, that, that that's a really good show for people. Yeah, for yeah sure. definitely. Y'all check it out if you haven't because it's on Netflix. It's definitely one of those ones that'll have you up and down an emotional roller coaster, and it's it, it's honestly just a really good show, like truly. And uh, never mind, I got not nothing. So. We'll, we'll talk about <laughs> this on the next episode. And no, I was thinking about the uh, the one you know the characters in there. God bless them, Lord Jesus. I think anyway. Uh, anyway, some, some so. of them, some of them, some of them, uh, some of the uh, actresses are blessed. So I'm gonna say. <laughs> Tyrone, I was thinking about this the other day too. Like I said, I was looking up some um some throwback stuff and I was looking at um you know a little biography on Red Fox. So what would you name your top five in no particular order, your top five black comedians? Bernie. That's one. Okay. Uh number two, uh Richard Pryor. Okay. Eddie Murphy, that's three. Yeah. Uh, Red Fox, that's four. Red Fox, four. Okay. That fifth one. Now, right. mind you, I, I should have probably told you at the beginning. This is this is not from any particular area either. Gosh, it would be the fifth one. This has got a, the fifth one. Who makes me laugh like at all times? You know what? I'm going to give this dude some love because he don't give that much love. Earthquake. I'm gonna give Earthquake some love. Really? I'm gonna give Earthquake some. It's 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 between Earthquake. I got a few in my head. Earthquake, Bruce, Bruce. Those guys, man. Those guys will make me laugh like crazy. Interesting. Oh, Earthquake, Bruce. But see, I'm think I feel like I'm forgetting someone. You know what? And another guy that don't get a lot of love. Sinbad. Sinbad. If you ever, I have seen Sinbad live. I didn't think Sinbad was gonna be as funny as he was. Mm-hmm. Sinbad is hilarious because like most of his stuff, he just vibes off the crowd. Yeah. That's how you know when you are one of the goats. I want to say because like, he don't get his name to mention a lot. Yeah. His whole show, he was just talking to the people and like and just spilling jokes. Like it was hilarious. When I tell you I was on the floor laughing, I did not think I was gonna laugh as hard as I did. Yeah. Now, you know, some people will say Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, you know, his con to me. His storytelling is what makes him funny. Yeah, but his actual joke sometimes it's the way he tells it too. You know, and that's what goes into comedy too. Is the way you tell a joke because mm-hmm. you can say some two different things. Yeah, if you say it a certain way, it can make the hook better. Yeah. So, never hard the way he tells a joke makes him funny. Sometimes the joke isn't funny if you really think about it. His oldest stuff, oldest stuff was really funny. I mean, mm-hmm. 
you know, around that 2009, 2010-ish. Some of his older, older stuff wasn't that funny. But, yeah. you know, I think he's just – I think he's just putting out too much content. But I can't knock him because the man is doing so much for black people, you know, black comedians and black actresses, and actresses you know, with his own mm-hmm. uh, platform and stuff like that. So I can't knock him too much for it. But I think he's just doing too much. Um, I agree. He got his hands in too much of a – Yeah, I'm sorry, man. What's, what's your top five? I know I was – I was no, you good. You're good. You're good. Um, my top five would be – Bernie Mac, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Oh my God, Father, forgive me. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Dave five. Chappelle. Okay, knock off without that fifth one. It's Dave Chappelle, ladies and gentlemen. It's Dave Chappelle. I'm sorry. I don't know where I was thinking. It's Dave Chappelle. Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Wayans Bros. Both of them. What? What? Yeah, the Wayans Bros. Four and five. Actually, nah, nah, just Marlon. Um. Whoa, hold up. You talk Marlon's the Marlon nah. is whoa. Mar, Mar, Marlon's the funny one. Marlon Marlon's the spontaneous one, right? Mar Marlon's the younger one, right? Yeah. Okay, Marlon. I'll put him up in there. And then who Cat Williams? Cat Williams, yeah. Cat Williams is a little like, tink tink. Yeah, Cat Williams is probably number six for me. Six? What? I was Cat I'm Williams? I'm just Cat saying Williams he's his low-key quality. I'm. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm. I'm going off with the five because my, my five were legit. I had. You, Actually, I had. I had I'm, so, Richard, I'm sorry to interrupt. Let me take Marlon Wayans out of there. Bro, 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 bro. Thank you. I let really me, appreciate. Yeah. That. Let me take Marlon Wayans out of there. No. No. No disrespect to you. Um. I just. I just got to put someone else in there because I'm trying to. Trying to think. Um, um. What is his name? Um. Chris Rock. Okay. See, Chris Rock would probably be seven. I think. I think to me, Cat Williams is is funnier than Chris Rock, but that's just me. But Marlon, though, Marlon, Marlon's not that funny to me. I'm sorry. I think I just Marlon, enjoy the comedy aspect of the movies because all the Marlon, movies that I've seen with them, I've really just enjoyed that. Just the factor. Yeah, Marlon and the Wayans Brothers was funny to me, but other than that, his mm-hmm. his stand up stuff and the stuff because I remember he was on the Breakfast Club and he was. Trying to make people, I, I don't know if he was, he he was, he didn't look too well. And this was a few years ago, though, so he might be all right now. But it's just some of the stuff he was saying, I was like, dude, I'm not laughing. Like, yeah, he was trying, trying a little too hard. He was trying too hard. I was like, bro, and he was talking to Charlemagne and stuff. And he was just like, how he said he roasted this one guy in the in the stands who was talking a bunch of smack to him. I said, bro, that wasn't funny. Like, it, yeah. the stuff he was saying was not funny at all. But that was just me. But I mean, I have a certain taste, I guess, but yeah, Eddie Murphy Raw and Bernie Mac on Kings of Comedy, you know, because you know um, Steve Harvey, you know, because because of course the Kings of Comedy was Steve Harvey, D.L. Hughley, mm-hmm. Bernie Mac, Cedric Entertainer. Yeah, uh, Steve Harvey before he was the host was um, during that tour because that tour was like two or three years. Steve mm-hmm. Harvey was the last person on the thing was the last person but bernie was killing this so much they ended up just making steve harvey the host of the whole thing mm-hmm. and bernie would just go on last because you couldn't go on past bernie yeah. bernie bernie you can't you can't go past bernie like you yeah. can't bernie has to close it out so bernie um bernie's a legend when it comes to that stuff so yeah i got i got it he had a different type of a different type of feel when it came to his comedy too like, i was just i was watching this stuff yesterday like that dude was that dude, I don't know if he could. Do you think he could survive in this in this um in this world we're living in now? Uh, do you mean with like all the stuff that's going on and how everything has to kind of be censored? Thank you. Yeah, 
Um, no. His comedy, I think he could survive, but I just don't think it'd be as good as his old stuff. Just because I, I feel like I feel like everything is watered down now. Like put it this way, I feel like he could probably adjust, and I could probably still get the same amount of like laughs out of myself. But as if the jokes were gonna hit the same, like as how many they would hit. Like right now, I could go watch his old stuff, and I could like laugh my like ass off, and I could be like very content with it. I think. Because, you know, there, he would be an offensive comedian, but he wouldn't care. He would yeah. just say, because there's a because there's a gentleman uh, a lot of people know by the name of Corey Holcomb. Mm. Corey Holcomb, you either going to really like him or you're going to really hate him. Because Corey Holcomb does not have, he does not care. Yeah. Like that man, if y'all want to go look him up, I promise mm. you within the first two minutes, either you're going to be laughing your butt off or you're going to turn him off. Yeah. I promise you, because... He talks about some outlandish stuff, and you either like him or you're gonna really hate him. Women, y'all probably gonna hate him for real because that man, yeah. whoo, yeah, he's 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 a different breed, he's a different breed, but yeah, I think Bernie Bernie wouldn't care. I think Bernie would have his audience still, regardless, because we all know Bernie, we all know Bernie is all you know, is all love with Bernie at the end of the day, yeah. So, yeah, and I will yeah. say, an up and coming comedian, because a lot. A lot of people are getting like, you know, their their fame and, you know, getting their their ticket through, you know, Instagram, Twitter, and the Internet and uh, do a lot of skit comedy. And mm-hmm. one of the people that I wouldn't even call them up and coming. I mean, he's still up and coming, but I, I think he's made it to the point to where he's pretty established now. But Drewski, when I watch his videos, those mm-hmm. things are some funny videos. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen it. If you want to look at him, you know, go type on Instagram Drewski. Uh, or you know twitter but yo his videos they're so funny and relatable and to the point where i i could sit there and watch them back to back and mm-hmm. i'd be dying and i think it's just mm-hmm. for the simple fact that bro just like he he just comes up with some organic stuff like it's stuff that really just like be going on in like everyday life mm-hmm. especially like for the younger generation that like he just be highlighting and talking about mm-hmm. and it's just like yes bro this is exactly what we be doing this is exactly what we think it's just so funny and then another person that I feel he's still doing his thing, but I just don't think he get a lot of love because of like, you know, how populated the scene is, is uh, Desi Banks. Mm. A lot, a lot mm. of people I feel like are kind of like getting tired of him because mm. they feel like he doesn't have any range, but I feel like with the right potential, you know, he, de- he definitely does have some range. Yeah. And a lot of, um, a lot of these Instagram famous uh, comedians have kind of taken these social media comedians have kind of taken over yeah. and um you know have taken some of the spotlight from these you know these comedians who've done their thing but yeah. some of them they're, they're doing both like uh like uh country wayne you know he started off on facebook doing his skits and stuff like that but he you know he's trying out at the stand-up comedy he's doing really well he's you know working with a lot of a lot of guys you know as well but desi banks yeah desi banks i to me, I think he's just he's hilarious. You know, yeah, I mean? definitely. Like, bro, like I'm trying to figure out how he gets the these places he be going to, like the, the where he be getting this like the skits. I don't like, I, I be trying to think about the be, same thing. That man be hijacking UPS trucks and he was at a funeral home the other day. And I ain't gonna lie, that funeral home when he was on the milk crates <laughs> and then the pastor grabbed him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, bro, who let this man into the church like that, bro? 
Yeah, yeah. He he. I don't know who he, his connections are, but he during the pandemic he was in the actual school. Like this one, schools were shut down. You couldn't get like him and his boys were, were in the actual like school yeah. doing skits and stuff like that. You know, going through the hallways. I'm like, man, who was this man? No, like he gotta be paying a, a good chunk out of his pocket for the you know those settings and stuff. Oh, like definitely. That. But yeah, man. It, but yeah, they they uh they're taking a lot of the. Um, well, some of these comedians, um, you know, they they got their own thing. Wilding out, you know, that that's put on, you know, Nick Cannon's putting on. Yeah, they put on a platform for those guys, and um, some of those Instagram guys have, you know, have made it because of like know, Emmanuel Hudson, Emmanuel Hudson, and Timothy uh, De La Ghetto. Yeah, who's the uh, who's the one that has that high pitched screen? Screen everybody like to say he's like Chris Tucker almost. Oh, you talking about DC Young Fly? DC Young Fly. DC Young Fly. DC Young Fly is generally just a funny dude, bro. Like he, DC he, Young Fly yeah. will literally make me laugh uncontrollably. Over nothing, bro. Over, over nothing. Just off, bro. Being, bro. Like that's the yeah. funny thing, bro. Like he's just, he's just one of those dudes that just when you just talk to him, he just automatically make you laugh. He don't even gotta say anything crazy. It'll be something simple. Like I don't know if you watch the podcast or not. I watch it sometimes. Yeah, but like, yo, when I tell you that's that's some funny stuff, man. Like that's that's quality right there. And mm. it's just like Brett, Brett just come in, he just be simple. Yeah, and I have the utmost respect for like that type of improv. Mm-hmm. Like I've done improv before, like yeah. just off the top of the dome, and, I, and I've you know I've done real, pretty well at it, you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. But that improv, that type of improv with Wilding Out. Like mm-hmm. I don't think people some people don't realize how difficult that is. Like yeah. to spit off the top of the dome, you know, rhyming, plus you gotta make it funny. Mm-hmm. You know, some of that stuff, I'm just like, man, like how do you do it? Like and they, yeah. they, they just do it easily. Like it's crazy. Like they they're those are what you call like professionals. Like they yeah, they just that takes a certain funny. amount of talent at that point. That takes a certain amount of talent. But also, oh, hold on, Tyrone. Your audio went out a little bit. Type of comedy that's takes a lot of skill. That's all. I'm uh, your mic came back now. Your mic went out a little bit. Yeah, I, I saw it. I thought it was back. I'm sorry. I was just saying that that's that's the type of comedy that takes a lot of skill. So yeah, yeah. No, nah, you're not lying. And then somebody, I don't know if you've seen or not, but he's supposed to be doing the new Bernie Mac. I think bio or auto bio, whatever. Um, Mark Phillips, DC Young, not DC Young Fly. Mark Phillips. Um, I know you know who it is. I'm trying to think of his group, but he's the dude that that makes uh like the anime videos or like oh the video he, wait a minute, talking about he's doing it. Yeah, they have reached out to him, and then um I don't know if he agreed to it or not, but. Um, Bernie Max, I believe, daughter wants him to do the autobiography, um, movie thing with him as Bernie. You, you know what though? Because they he reflect looks each a other. Lot like him, he yeah. Looks- from from looks to even the way their comedy is, mm-hmm. that that's the reason why Bernie's daughter picked him. Well, see, he that guy. You really think that guy's like in his mid twenties? He's like your age, Dakar. Yeah, or I know, just bro. He just he's met not, J. Cole the other day and he and he's been hosting a whole bunch of NBA stuff too. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he um met met LeBron this past summer um as well. So yeah, man, that man's starting to blow up. Him and his friends, 
us starting to blow up. That's uh, that's what's up. Yeah, I could see him doing it. Like, yeah, I could definitely see him doing it. That'd be crazy. Yeah, he would do it. I think he'd do a good job. He'd do a good job. So, yeah. But uh, what about the um, what about the man from uh, I want I wanted to say I don't want to that's but uh, Cam Newton. Uh, oh, you talking about how he got released from New England? Yeah. Honestly, if you really look at it, when he got released, I feel kind of bad for Cam because I don't know, and I really do honestly just need to remember the name of this show because I watch it so so much that I should just remember, but I kind of just I just watch it. First things first, first take. Uh... No, it's not. It's not first take. It's a pod. Oh, it's a podcast. Okay. It's a pod, but it's also a YouTube show. Mm. And I keep wanting to call it um, the shop, but it's not LeBron's John. Um, mm. um, I'm sorry, y'all. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, this is this is this. While we're talking about podcasts, did you see the Gilbert Arenas with Chris Paul one? Oh, you're talking about where Kobe? And yeah, I will, okay. Dwight we'll talk about that later. We'll talk. About yeah, we we got, we I, we definitely got to talk about that one. Because I got some stuff to say about that. Because now I want to know how how you know I ain't gonna say it right now because we're definitely gonna talk about that later. But I just want to know. I have a couple questions. That I just have a couple questions. They would have had Team USA. Y'all would have had Team USA basically on that squad, bro. The crazy thing is, is that they had enough space to get a fourth player. Or if they wanted to cut money, they could have got two if they would have if they would have been unselfish. They would have had to start in five would have been ridiculous. That is true. That is true. But we definitely gonna talk about that. Um, um let me yeah, see. But- there we go. That's what it was. I knew I had um is an I am athlete uh podcast on YouTube uh mm-hmm. with Brandon Marshall. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they um they had Cam on there one episode. Yeah, and, and he was sitting there. I remember this episode. Bro came in with the fedora with the the sweater wrapped around him. Yeah, and he was cool. talking about like you know New England, like yo, like yeah, last season I may not have done good, but like yo, I just took over after one of the greatest to ever like play the game. You know, I'm trying to get my contract up now. Like yo, I'm gonna you know respectfully, but I'm gonna make it my culture. You know, I'm gonna make it, you know my my vibe. You know, I'm gonna do what I gotta do to sit there and get my bag. And essentially, at that point, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm watching the episode. I'm like, yo, bro, yeah, Cam, get your get your bag. Because they definitely were booing you last mm-hmm. year in New England. They, they booed him this year in the preseason. Yeah, I saw it when um, I knew the writing was on the wall when no um, no boy got in there and they gave him a stand ovation. That man hadn't even got a snap yet. Yeah. And it wasn't like Cam Newton was playing garbage. He actually had a good, you know, a good preseason. And I think, I think uh, that- it could be speculated why. Yeah, yeah. I, I already well see at the beginning the way they were doing it was kind of dirty to me, mm-hmm. the fans because I mean it was obvious the reason why they they were you know they wanted them and, and, and don't get me wrong the man played his butt off but before that before he even had a snap you get that man a standing ovation yeah come on man the man ain't even done nothing yet it's obvious that y'all have a certain mindset over there but anyway but now don't give me he did play his butt off mm-hmm. um, i think uh when he gave when bill belichick gave that man a half five during um high five during practice that was it yeah yeah, yeah that was it you know they kind of sealed um, the deal 
seal the deal. I I don't like rooting against teams, mm-hmm. but I think I'm gonna be rooting against New England. Well, I was rooting against New England. I mean, I think everyone time. down here at least you know is rooting against New England. I don't think you know to our listeners up there in the north who you know root for New England. You know, I guess this don't apply to you, but I know majority of our listeners from down here in the south. So you know, I know a lot of people down here won't root for no New England ever since the TB days. So. I know just because Cam went on there, they ain't changed a thing, but this year even more enforce it now. Just think about it, man. Tom Brady been winning since you were baby. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Before you were walking. Like, just Tom, about, Tom just, Brady been in the league damn near some shit. He was like 40, 41? 44. 44. Golly. No, who's 40, 41? No, Drew Brees was 40, 41, wasn't he? Yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he retired. So, yeah, yeah Tom Brady's 44. Damn. Yeah, he's longevity right there. He don't even invest in his body like that. He was on the shop talking about how he wish he would invest in his body like LeBron does in his body. And I was like, bro, you don't even do half the stuff he does. You're you still taking that? No, no, you I mean that that's the reason why they're comparing Mac Jones to uh to Tom because Mac Jones doesn't take care of himself either. Mac, if you if you see Mac Jones with his shirt off, he looks worse than Tom. That's crazy, man. But that just goes to show how much their skill level is, though. You know, that just goes to using that mind over you know that body. Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, as long as you got a good arm and your feet work, and your feet, quick feet, and your um, no way, Tom Brady don't got no quick feet like that now. Well, I mean, to get out, get out of, you know, getting, you know, get his feet set, basically. Yeah. Is what I mean, to, to throw the ball, and he has a mind like no, because my, because Tom Brady, I've been saying this since for years. I said Tom Brady's gonna make the, make the safe play. Yeah. You can't go wrong with safe because if he's not going unless the only time I saw him really take any chances going deep was when he had Randy Moss and all he had to do was yeah. just chuck it and Randy was going to go get it. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, he was just going. If he sees everybody covered downfield, he's going to make the little short pass. It's going to give him the five to six yards and keep them yep. changed and just keep it on going until he get keep that completion. And yeah, he's going on, keep on down until he get that touchdown. So exactly. I mean, so, that's essentially what he did last year. So, yep. Yeah, he doesn't make the safe plays. So yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But uh, I, th- we think, we think you think Cam is gonna be going anywhere. I think Cam is Cam. Cam can't accept being a backup. He will not. I just hope he don't get that Colin Kaepernick treatment, to where he, I don't. To where, and I mean, I he he's on his activist stuff at times, but I'm talking about from a standpoint of, well, not even let's 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 put the Colin Kaepernick comparison to the side. This is a better comparison to Carmelo Anthony treatment. I hope you don't get the Carmelo Anthony treatment to where you you feel like in which I mean honestly he's still I mean still in his prime arguably. He's 30 31 32 Yeah, like I mean he he definitely can sit there and compete with the best of them. Now he ain't on the Lamar Jackson now. He ain't going to you know run your ass off or anything like that anymore. But yeah. at the end that's of the day because Carolina can protect him but that's another story. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, he's still definitely a quality QB like bro I don't know if y'all see him or not, but on his Instagram, we'll be putting in work in the offseason. Bro be going crazy. Some of his problem too is is that he hasn't gotten vaccinated yet. But I that's mean, that that's that's the that's the word. See, the problem I have with that is is that not everybody's vaccinated in the league. True, isn't? but I think because of how New England structures their offense, it would have been a huge issue if Cam was to just be gone for maybe even just one game. Yeah, because essentially that whole offense would have just been based off Cam. You know, everyone else would have just been you know waiting on him. So I don't think that it would have been fair from a team standpoint. I feel like Coach Belichick 
could have just came up with a better plan. You know, if you granted, I think Tom Brady kind of gave a lot of his success to Belichick. Like, you know, Bill Belichick is a good coach, but you know, let's mm-hmm. let's be real. You know, Tom, great QB, but mm-hmm. I feel like when it comes to you being a coach and you mm-hmm. letting the players be, if you're a very tenured coach to where you have this 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 I guess you just like aura around you to where you're great. I don't think, especially when you're turning over a new leaf in New England, that you should just base it all solely one dude that you didn't even believe in when he first came to New England. Facts. And I and think see, that it should have been – I think it should have been more of a team offense rather than just, all right, let's go ahead and try to just make Tom Brady 2.0 now. Yeah, and I was thinking too, man, you got to think about last year. Half that team wasn't even there. Because half of them, like a lot of their their good starters, their players decided not to play because of COVID. Yeah. So he took a team that was half there, basically from mm-hmm. a from a starting standpoint, and he yeah. made them a five hundred ball club. Basically, what were they seven and nine, eight and eight? Yeah. To get seven to eight wins out of that ball club last year was was an accomplishment in itself. So I mean, it wasn't like you know what I mean? He didn't, you know, do a, you know, do a good job. I think they just didn't have any players last year. Now, yeah, give, it's like, it's like with any situation on the team, you don't put pieces around somebody, and you pretty much are deprived of that. You know, you got to play with what you got. And, and that's the reason why you're in the situation here now. Exactly. But yeah. as opposed to Cam getting back on the team, I think he can get somewhere. He might have to set that backup position, but it might be one of those comeback stories to where it might humble himself to revamp himself even more. He'll just add fuel to his fire. Yeah, I think I know Dallas said they they haven't um, they stopped looking at him, but I think they should have looked at him for possibly a backup because yeah. you don't know about what's going on with um Dak. with Dak. Yeah, with his his issues, I would Washington, y'all. You know what? Screw everybody. You know what? Minnesota. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know we got. I know we got. Oh boy, but uh. <laughs> Yeah, nah. I'm still mad about that contract. That kind, con- he's had that contract for about three, four years. I'm still upset about that thirty million dollar contract, thirty million a year. Y'all, at the end of the day, man, he he secured his bag. <sighs> he secured his bag, but I was like, I, as soon as I saw him, they said he signed that deal. Um, I knew we were we were kind of like strapped for like the next three to four years, whatever how long. I was like, man, we're done. We're not going anywhere. And they're yeah. trying to get out of it, but they can't now. So. He's going to get his money. So that was Josh's fault. We're definitely going to see how this season definitely plays out, though. It's going to be one. I can't wait. Thursday? They they already predicted it's just going to be a Super Bowl repeat. So, uh, which who who knows? I don't know. Baby Goat versus Big Goat? I think the NFC is going to be a little bit tougher this year. I I, I mean, AFC is going to be, I think, uh, I think Kansas City's. It's going. Kansas City has a shot. You know what? Cleveland might. I think Cleveland might have a chance to get to the AFC Championship. But I think it's going to be Kansas City in the Super Bowl again. The NFC is going to be a little different. I think NFC is going. I think Tom's going to have a harder time getting to the Super Bowl. But I don't know, man. You can't ever doubt Tom. I can't doubt Tom. That's the thing. I can't doubt Tom. That's that's something you could you could put all your money on Tom, and you can be a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to have a tougher time, but it's possible. It's a possibility. We might have a rematch from last year. My homeboy, Patrick. Definitely going to see. But 
that is all we got for today, y'all. We have come to the end of our time. Uh, this has been another episode of Without Boundaries. Um, closing remarks for today, you know, as always, stay vaccinated, stay uh, masked up. Make sure y'all wash your hands out here. Make sure y'all stay socially distanced. Um, go ahead and share the pod on all social media platforms that you're active on, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, all that other good stuff. Uh, check us out on any place that you get your podcast from, that being Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart, uh, Anchor, all that good stuff. Anywhere you got your podcast, go ahead and load us on up there. But without further ado, that's what we get for my closing remarks. T says you got anything to say to the people? No, man. Same, same as you said. Just stay vaccinated, stay safe out here. Um, love, don't hate, please. Um, same as always every week. So yeah. Yes, um, sir. Everybody have a great week and uh we'll see y'all. Well, see y'all next time when we talk. Yes, sir. And we are out. <laughs>